From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Anyway, hey everybody! It's uh, hour number two, the big sports and wild. radio, big and wild. Yep. Yeah, we were talking a little f- football and stuff on the way during the break. I, you know, I hate to admit this, but uh, I did not watch one football game last year. Neither did I, except the Super Bowl. Not one, and even the Super Why? Bowl. Super Bowl, I uh, just kind of tuned in, tuned out, see how things are going. Whatever. Why? Why? I just, I just, I don't have the passion anymore. People ask me that, and they're like, "Why don't you do that?" I go, "Well, same here. I don't want to sound arrogant or anything, but once you go to a Super Bowl and you win it, it's pretty much all downhill." No, you know, my, my, obviously, a lot of they lost a lot of uh, viewers and people when um, what's his face uh, knelt down, Mister K. Yeah, and you know, when I watch sports. I want to be distracted. I, I don't want political or religious or anything. I just want to be entertained for a couple hours. So right. For me, I, I, I lost. What that. are we, a clown? We're here to entertain you? Am I supposed to dance, Spider, or what? Listen, well, they are entertainers. You are, you are a radio clown. So, uh, you, know. <laughs> you know what? I, I'll give you. I'll give you what? He's in his pumpkin outfit today. You, yes, uh, <laughs> you make fun of that, <laughs> but orange. the fact is is that when, uh, when we went over with the Buccaneers to play the Jets, Jets, Jets over in Tokyo... On our visas, you know, because to go into Japan legally, you have to go through quite a few hoops with immigration and everything else. And our little visa was stamped right on there of what we were when we stepped off the plane. Entertainers? We were entertainers. It said clown? Oh, I thought you were going to say it said clowns. It said entertainers. United States clowns team. So uh, NFL players were all considered to be entertainers. You are an entertainer. And thank you for coming. Now get out of our country. That's well, what we for did. Me, for me, I'm not a huge sports person. My wife watches more sports than I do. But it wasn't the fact that he did the knee. It's the whole NFL's reaction to it. Oh, that too. That That's what what was the drive. Well, you, didn't, was, you didn't see that happening in baseball. No, Because they put the or foot hockey. down. Or yeah, so, you know, so that goes to show you, you know, um, yeah. the double standards. Listen, the hypocrisy. If you did that yeah. in hockey... How many times do you think you're going to get knocked off your feet? A lot. You'd have a stick to the temple yeah. a few times during that game. Can you game. imagine what would happen? I mean, and the thing is, is why why Kaepernick could get away with it is one, he's a quarterback, so he's already you're already limited to Protected. what you, yeah what you can do to him anymore. The days of Dick Buck is coming in there and clotheslining you and actually trying to break your neck. Uh, you know, have gone the way of the dodo. So, the retaliatory part of it, it could not be done. On the hockey rink, on the other hand, can you imagine uh, if you had some young buck out there who was thinking he was better than everybody else, and you had the likes of guys like I don't know, like Gordy Howe uh, and people like that out there, and they decide to take a knee? Uh, I don't care if it's the Canadian national anthem or the American national. Are you? You know how many teeth you are not going to have left in your head? Yeah, you know how many knees you're going to get? Oh, how many high sticks you accidentally might get in the corner or, you know, a slashing penalty? Uh, it's not going to be good. 
I love the I love the uh, when the great one Wayne Ring Wayne Gretzky told the story about how when he was this young rookie and he was on fire and he was you know the greatest and and people loved him and and uh, one day he was playing against Gordy Howell and he went over there and he got over in the corner and he stole the puck he got it away from Gordy Howell I know we got it on a sports tangent but this is a good story. He says, I'm skating away, and in my brain I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I am the greatest. I just took the puck away from Gordy Howe. And as soon as I said his name, whack, the stick came across both my forearms. <laughs> I lost the puck. I thought he broke both my arms, and he took it and put me into the boards, put me face first on the ice, and skated away with my puck. <laughs> That's a good reality check right there. <laughs> and then you know what? That's what I'm saying. You can do that on the ice, but they couldn't do that to to Kaepernick. So. I mean, imagine being doing it in baseball and having to sit up there at the plate with a fastball coming about a hundred and some miles an hour at, at your the, head. Yeah, it slipped up. <laughs> yeah, that, slipped that goes up. to show sorry. you, you know, what the commissioner you moving know, him back away from the plate. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not, what the commissioner allows. Yeah, basically. So. Well, uh, if you would like a distraction, uh, here's a good one. Uh, go in and start doing your applications for phase one for the alligator hunt uh, harvest permits. The period runs for the application from May 17th through uh, May 27th. You want to get in there. The random drawings begin at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and run through uh, May 27th and more than 7,000 permits will be available. Wow, that's up. If you're 18 years old by August 15th, 2019, and have a valid credit card or debit card, you can apply. And uh, that allows the harvest of two, I say two, alligators on a designated harvest unit or county. How how much are they charging? Uh, same as always. For you? 280 something. Two, 272. 272. How much for you? It's, no, 272 dollars. Huh? <laughs> but if you're a non-resident, it's a thousand, like thousand some. Well, the good thing is, is that you can go and apply right there online. Whether you're listening in Pennsylvania or Alaska or the Netherlands or anywhere else, you can go and uh, and put in for your permit, it, just like anybody else, and wait breathlessly as Glenn does every year in front of his little screen. Refresh, 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 refresh. Well, I get one. It's been ten years. <laughs> I get one. And a lot of people do not understand the application process. And and I'm I'm already getting calls this year with people that they called FWC. FWC said we'll have to get somebody to come back to you and and, and work on getting you that answer because we don't know the answer. And that is when you have twelve choices. There's 12 boxes that you can put a hunt number in. And let's say they want to. That's a unit number is what they alligator refer to. Alligator management yeah. unit number. They, if you put that same number in more than one box, it does not increase your odds. Okay? I think a lot of people do that, and, even, and even they, with a hunt permit. They think, oh, I put 12 choices for, for this place. I really want it. That's going to give me 12 chances. No. What happens is they generate a random number for every application. When that number comes up, they look at your first choice. If it's available, they give it to you. If it's not, they look down to the second choice, and they keep going down the line. If you have the same choice in number two as you did in number one, if it, it wasn't out. there at number one time, it's not not going to be there in number two. I, w- I, I see Vince really looking at this, and you know, in his head. So, 
You know, <laughs> it's a common mistake. And I, I look at the data intensely, and it is amazing to me. This is a extremely common occurrence, and yet we cannot seem to educate the people, you know, somewhere along the line. Trust me when I tell you, when I go do mine, I'm calling you, so don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> well, what you need to do is you need to go to the FWC's website first, and you need to go look under their gator harvest stuff and look at all the uh, – because that really will help you because, as Bill George has educated us, I mean, if you think, well, you know what, I'm going to go down to Sarasota and you know try to put in down there, somewhere around there. Well, there's only six permits available down there. So you, you go and look and see where – uh, the projected amount of permits are available, and you know the higher number, the, the chances are you're going to get a higher one if you're looking what, for a county the, tag or something. Because there, there has been some changes. Last year they opened up more permits partway through the application process. Those permits are still in the system, so they're they're being there right up front. And each unit has a different. You know, there's places that get a ton of application pressure. If you fill out for Okeechobee West, you are going to be one of thousands of people who put in for Okeechobee West. Yeah, it, I, it's I, just, I, I was, I would, I was like with Glenn. If you're going to do it, try to get the county tags because, uh, and if you go with the popular ones. Uh, chances are you're probably going to get one. I, I don't know why he and, wouldn't do that. Well, this is the thing. You have 12 choices, and, and my my strategy has always been I'm going to put a few really good places that I have a slight chance of getting, followed up by some high probability areas just to make sure I have a chance. Well, we'll go down the list of the highest county tag counts so far this uh, year when we come back, and also – Toby, please hang on. Don't go nowhere. Go get some coffee. Go relax a little bit. Take a break. Go shoot a coyote. uh, And we'll uh, we'll get to you when we come back from break. It'll be a quick one, I promise you. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay with us, you guys. Welcome back, everybody. Big and wild outdoors. Uh, Aaron's on a Van Halen kick today. Did you have I'm a dream? It. Did you have a dream last night about Andy Van Halen or something? What's the deal there? Uh, you woke up this morning going, oh, "I so I'm in love with Eddie Van Halen." I think my um, rotator got stuck on alphabetical mode. <laughs> is that what it is? Wait, we're down to the V's? Oh, okay. We're on Van Halen now. It's like so. ZZ Top just came up next. Oh, oh really? <laughs> what, what's after that? I guess we have to do the soundtrack from Xanadu. So it'll be uh, a lot of uh, Livy Newton-John uh, coming they up. They start all again with Allman Brothers again. <laughs> oh, uh, we're back to A's? Alabama? Um, Alabama? Or um, Allman um, Brothers um, or something? Amadeus, we can do that. Toby likes Amadeus. How you yeah. doing, Toby? What's up this morning? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm sitting here still uh, massaging my nostrils, actually. What's Sorry. up, Toby? <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't mean to do that. Well, that combine joke was just unnecessarily that early. Well, you know what? And uh, that was when I, I come up with some jewels sometimes when I'm on social media, and that was one of my favorite uh, go-tos. And uh, I actually have a plethora of... Uh, photographic evidence of combines and wildlife. Uh, one of my favorites is the one where you see the combine going through the field, and then in front of it you see about 900 hogs running out of the field. Uh, on the last strip, they were hiding <laughs> in there as much as they could, and at the end of it they just come busting out of there. 
and um, made I, pork chops. I think that's when I came up with the uh, vegans kill with combines. You know, because they're like, you go out there and you kill out there with a rifle. You're shooting them at like 900 yards. I go, hey, you know, you guys kill them with combines. So what's the big deal? I mean, the dead is dead. Hey, that was too. And that and that's why you're my hero. <laughs> oh yeah, for today. Well, it's it's one of those things where uh, you know, depending on uh, Bill George's philosophy, doesn't matter if it's a three hundred win mag or a twenty two mag. Uh, dead is dead. <laughs> it's, it's gonna work. Whatever gets the job done. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of that, I don't know if you heard us talking about you, but how's the uh, coyote situation up there in your neck of the woods these days? Now that you're out there uh, gunning them down. In my immediate area, they've been pretty well thinned out, but I'm getting a lot of calls and requests from the Ridge Manor area over in Hernando County that's uh, they're just being overrun with them right now. So I'm going to start spending a little bit of time out there in the evenings. Well, the word must have spread through the coyote community that, hey, man, you don't want to be over there by that uh, that other dude's area over there. <laughs> and so, uh, we've all migrated a little bit to the southeast, so I'm going to have to chase them over there now. But uh, I've had several calls in the last week and a half with people losing pets, cats, uh, kittens, puppies. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's usually how the first indications are. I don't know if you heard, but our, our friend uh, Tom Free was out walking his two uh, Labrador puppies down on Sixty uh, Second Avenue, right here in uh, the beautiful heart of St. Petersburg. You know, cars yeah, screaming by at fifty-five miles an hour, and uh, those coyotes. Uh, I, I think he actually said it got within like twenty feet of him. Yeah, no stalk, fear. They were stalking him. Yeah, and uh, he was literally had to take evasive action and uh, basically kind of start trotting away. And they followed him. Yeah, for three hundred yards. Yeah, <laughs> that's just crazy. Yeah, I did, I did hear you guys talking about that this morning. That's just obscene. You know, something's really got to be done to curb their populations. Well, I think now, now, let me, I got a question though. Would Tom get in trouble if he shot one of those things with his pistol? Yes, in that in that yes. area, that general yes. you know public area, because yeah. he would have been discharging a firearm from in a right public. away. Uh, it depends if he was across the ro- if he shot across the road, then it would be uh, illegal. if he was on the sidewalk. He's on the right away. He's on he, city property. He, he'd be. You said he's walking down the sidewalk, right? That's that's the right away of the road, which is city property, regardless of who it is. But I'd never want to get into that legal battle. Well, yeah. you know, they always say, you know, you don't want to be the test case. But, I mean, seriously, if you've got two, uh, you know, $1,000 uh, nope. Labrador if, retrievers on a leash and this thing's in, eating them. If he was afraid for his life, well, that's, that might be different. Well, you know what? It, that's it, the same if it would be a month. It wasn't long ago in Sumterville, a gentleman was out walking, uh, got to get his mail and was attacked by a coyote. Now, had he not been a healthy man, he'd been elderly or a child, it could have turned out much differently. But as it was, he got away with just some minor uh, injuries. Well, that's amazing that it didn't end up somehow on our local media. I, I don't understand how, you know, uh, Fox 13 no, or No, that's because you're supposed, to li- or, you're supposed to live with them. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear any uh, story about that whatsoever. Are there any good recipes for coyote? And, uh, I, 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 I only saw... I put it on your social media page. It was... It was just, uh, just recent, actually. Wow. Well, you know, I don't know if you heard Vince, but he was asking you, because you are the man with the cookbook. Uh, do you don't have, I don't think you have a recipe for coyote, do you? Yeah, no. I only saw the guy from um, Meat Eater, Stephen Ranella. Right. They, they cooked one. They barbecued a coyote. The, the best recipe, I would think, is you take it and you, you, 
you clean it really good and you dig a hole and you plant it and then you put some corn on top of it and when it after it matures you you get the corn and eat the corn now is it legal to take a coyote and then use them for gator bait yeah yes do not take a re- a fox though no. i will tell you <laughs> using a fox is not don't acceptable <laughs> Yeah. Uh, don't you know? Even even a domestic dog, actually, roadkill would be illegal for gator bait if you were in a gator uh, baiting them and, and pegging them. But uh, yeah, coyotes. That's that's totally fair game. You could probably use them in a crab trap too. Uh, in the water life. Ooh, <laughs> crab trap bait. I don't know. It's, uh, but, that, I mean, yeah. I know we're supposed to live with them and you know all the harmony and all that kind of stuff. But actually, they really have no legal protection more than a cockroach. Just shoot them. Well, as Bill George pointed out, it's a little different. Where you are, of course, that's probably uh, perfectly legal. But if you're walking down next to the uh, the municipal golf course there on 62nd Avenue and you start popping off 380 rounds, uh, chances are you're probably going to be encountering somebody in a really nice uniform. But uh, I, you know, I, I'm one of those people that slingshot. I'm looking at it this way: you could beat them with a stick. If uh, you could whack them, uh, do that or whatever. But if it came down to it, seriously, would you rather be tried by twelve uh, or carried by six? I mean, uh, you know, Tom, like Where's I said, is the not last the most coyote kill d- of a person. I'm saying you put it in a scenario where we you have a guy. No dingo, take your I'm baby. Al- I'm almost done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done. Oh, you're on fire today, man. If uh, what if Tom would have been walking on the street and then in his panic while his dogs are being attacked, he ran out wow. into the street and was killed by a car on 62nd Avenue going 45 or 50 miles an hour. The coyotes would be pulling on the dog to keep him from getting out there as long as he held the leash. You know what? I don't give a damn where I'm at. If the coyotes could attack me or my dogs, the coyote is dead. Exactly. You know what? Put that camera in my face. I'll be more than happy to uh, to uh, talk to the reporters and say, look, these things were eating my dog, and it was coming after me. And, yes, I popped off going. two rounds into its head, and it's dead, and I didn't hurt anybody else. I wonder how the animal rights people would look at that because you saved the dogs, but you killed the coyote. You should have been able to counsel them. <laughs> you should have you pet the coyote and took them home and made them part of the family. Hey, Toby, back to the alligator stuff. Hey, oh, gosh. You, you filling out your application yet? I have got my my app. Oh, I need to ask you if I can borrow that bang stick I still have that I borrowed last year. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh man, you're on that plan. Yeah, I want that plan too. I'll bring yeah. it back. I'll bring it back when I'm done the, with the plan. The, uh, yeah. So so you're one of the people who fill it out early. Uh, yep. See, there's some of us, we, we go through different strategies. I have some people that want to be the absolute first. Then I have people who want to be the last. We all have, we all have our thing of what they think is, is going to make them or works for them. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm one of the guys that just, uh, wants to get it over with before he forgets. Yes. (laughs) And I I have been in another state at like 11-something at night saying, oh, my gosh, I didn't apply. Yep. <laughs> Same here. I applied from the airport <laughs> for my flight. <laughs> did you uh, Did you do counties or did you do individual lakes? Not counties. Yeah. Now, which, uh, which counties, I don't want to go into too details, but uh, can you give me a couple of them that you applied for? Well, yeah, first choice, naturally, is my home county here in Citrus County, just because I don't want to describe that far. There are 67 uh, county tags available in Citrus. But any of the counties that border the Suwannee River and the Mm Oklahoma, 
you can bet I put in for them. Well, I was going to kind of run down the uh, the top ones that have the most permits out there for the county tags anyway. Number one, believe it or not, is uh, Lake County with 408 uh, county tags available. So, obviously, w- with the name Lake County in it, you would think there would be a lot of gators in there. But uh, yeah, really, uh, Lake County's been real good to me over the years. But uh, number two is right there in just about everybody's neck of the woods, Polk County with 316. Nice. There's no alligators left. Oh, really? Yeah, Don't we, put we, in for yeah, Polk County. We, we took them all. Uh, St. John's is coming in, I think, at around number three with 291. Uh, Osceola with 199. Marion with 123. Uh, let's see. Uh, Putman County with 178. You got Highlands, I mean, I'm sorry, Gulf County then with 159, Highlands with 118, Franklin with 149, and Clay County with 174. That's the that's the ones with the highest number of uh, county tags available. I think the lowest, basically, that I see on the list, the lowest that any of them have is, is uh, Broward County with two. Where in Pinellas are they going to get a Gators from? In Pinellas, there's six of them available no, no. here. Where? Lake Tarpon. Seminole, Lake Seminole, sixty second Ave, or Street. Whatever. You can. There's there's, inter- some there, there's some saltwater areas that are very accessible. We'll talk about that and some of the changes in the county permits after the break. Okay, can you hang on, Toby? Or you want to get out of here and go eat some bacon? Uh, no, I can hang on. I want to talk to you about something got coming up. Okay, all right, all right. We're going to take a real quick break. You guys hang out with us. We got Toby on the phone, and we're going to get back to him. When we come back from break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G Five Feeding Outdoor and Brandon Ford. Is that what it is? Welcome back, everybody. Microphones are on. <laughs> Microphones are live. Be quiet. Careful. Careful. Red is dead. <laughs> so don't, 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 don't. Hey, Toby, you still there or did you leave? I'm still here. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Vince, uh, the Cuban redneck himself, Carlos Lopez, Bill George, and Aaron. We're in the studio today, and uh, we got Toby on the phone. Toby Benoit. A friend of the show for a thousand and a half years. Local uh, celebrity. Local celeb. Author. Uh, author. Man of a thousand things. Uh, quite the uh, clogger on uh, on uh, certain days, depending on what's in the cup. And uh, also a big time uh, advocate for getting out and doing some predator hunting, whether it be a fur bear or uh, the scaly back kind. It doesn't really matter. But before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, the gator hunt. And the applications are going to be starting on uh, May 17th. And uh, if you haven't got it in there for the first phase, I would suggest that you do so. Uh, everybody has seemed to uh, got their picks, although Carlos is, uh, as we've been talking on the show, I think he's been changing his uh, list as we've been going on. Well, there's some exciting changes, but... Uh we're not going to we're not going to talk about those. <laughs> Why not? Because right, right we're going to try it out. I know Toby said right as we were going to break, he had something important. I know we get a lot of squirrels that take us off in a lot of different directions. Uh, <laughs> what, what you got first, well, and then we'll go. Well, it, just, it goes back to the invasive predator hunting. Uh, Megan and I are going to be heading back down to the glades for pythons again, coming up real soon. Nice. Oh, nice. And. Uh, Heading down, there's a new TV show coming out all about the, the python invasion down in, in the Everglades. It's uh, Guardian of the Glades. Yeah, Dennis is doing that, isn't he? I mean, Crumb, is uh, Dustin yeah, going to be doing yeah, that? 
Dusty Chrome is, is going to be the, the big host, and he's the one that's taking us out down there. Uh, this trip, we're going to be going out at night. They're much more active. We're, it was cooler weather before we did some daytime hunting, hoping to catch them out sunning. But uh, they're real active right now, and he's been catching some tremendous snakes. Oh, I know. I see him on social media. And, uh, you know, it was nice that they put him on uh, on Swamp People for a season and uh, let it get kind of built up a little bit, and then all of a sudden – uh, Discovery comes and uh, offers him a, his own show, which would be really nice because I think all the other shows that were highlighted here in the state of Florida when it came to invasive species, we had for a while there, we had some, you know, the hog chaser dudes, and then we had the the skunk guy, and then, you know, some other people, and uh, uh, if Dustin gets down there and they do it right, it, that could be a really good show. I mean, uh, I think it highlights uh, something that we have been talking about since day one i think uh i mean uh ever since this show's been on the air we've been pushing people to get out and go get pythons and finally it took about seven years of talking about it before the fwc actually started their python challenge and then kind of you know at first it was like well you can't really kill them then it was like oh well if you see one take it then it was uh you know and then we got on the air saying you know they should offer an incentive give you a t-shirt give you some money here well, it used to be the rules were like on the WMAs where you had public access right. to. You could only take them during hunting season. It's like, what's going on? And yeah, that's ridiculous. We, we, we got on that for quite a while, and, and they finally have taken all the uh, protections away from the snakes. And I, and if you're I, there and you can see it, get it. I say, why stop there? Take the iguanas while you're at it? Sure. And, and the nutria. And the, ke- and the kegus and... Uh, yep. And then uh, the chickens. They're all on my list. <laughs> They're all on my list. But, but uh, if you see a caiman, you can take it too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because when I, I, but you better know I, the difference. I, I yes, you better know the difference between that and a croc because it could be the difference between thirty years and yeah <laughs> federal charges or thirty minutes a, with an officer. Yeah. yeah. So when are you going to be going down there? What uh, when are you heading down there? This in the middle of summer or? Yeah, we're heading down in a couple of weeks on the, the weekend of the 78th of June. Well, if you need a translator, I'm available. He's going to be with Dusty. He'll be fine. He'll be down there. Now, are you going to go barefooted and uh, run around out there like that crazy man or no? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to keep up with him best I can, but I promise I will be wearing boots. <laughs> yeah, I you know I, I God love him. He gets down there, uh, run around out there all barefooted and everything. But uh, for me, no, I'm not going to run around through the Everglades with those snails and everything else like that. That I only take one cotton mouth and tap him on the foot, and it changes his mind about running barefoot. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I think he'd keep doing it. But yeah, you, you're probably right. The guy's tougher than the back wall of a shooting yeah, gallery. <laughs> you know, and the chances we we put a lot of you know you know we we fear that snake a lot but there's very few times it actually strikes to hit you you know yeah but it only takes one time to lose part <laughs> of your left foot yeah. i can personally attest to this to 15 surgeries for, for me to keep as much of the foot that i did yeah bill yeah. george have you done it I yet bill i don't have i don't have, I don't yeah. have any uh any sh- sh- yeah I'm actually going to let Megan tackle him again. She's a little bit tougher than I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw that post on Facebook. Are you? Do you guys dispatch him immediately, or do you catch him alive and bring him in, or wh- how, how you guys plan on doing it? 
No, it's all live catch down on the federal lands. Yeah. Uh, and they have to be brought into the South Florida Man- uh, Water Management District live, and then they're dispatched. Oh, yeah, wow. So you don't you, get to so, do it. So Unless to, they're tagged and re-released. All I want to know is, have you eaten them yet? I'd like to shoot them with the judge. Actually, yes. Are they good? I have, I have eaten python, and they're good. They kind of taste like chicken. Yep. The other you know, white I, mean, meat? I, know that's, I know that's the old tagline, but honest to goodness, they really do. It's like a chewy chicken. Barbecue, <laughs> barbecue chewy chicken. There's so much collagen in the meat uh, that it's a little chewy, a little tough. You don't really parboil it or, you know, maybe stick it in a pressure cooker and then throw it on the grill. <laughs> sure. Hey, that sounds like a recipe. Chewy, chew, like chewy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> chewy chicken, I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, if you but smoke it long it's enough, very, it, it's very flavorful. Yeah, if you smoke it long enough, you can just grind it back up, make a python pemmican. Yeah. Ooh, Python burgers. Little Tony Sasheries. Yeah. Everglades. Yeah. I'm actually planning on bringing a couple of coolers full of meat home with me this trip. So uh, maybe I can bring somebody over at the Panfish Challenge and let you guys try it. We'll cook <laughs> it know, up. You know what? If uh, we can get uh, Glenn convinced to uh, uh, Mr. Bill, uh, get him to donate his uh, fryers again, those uh, Cajun fryers. Those I may be bringing one. Those things are awesome, and uh, you know we get out there. We were talking about it during the break. That how cool would it be for a little kid who comes up, brings you about four little panfish, and uh, you you know they're all you head them, you scale them, you clean them, and just uh, bread them up and do them whole. Just throw them in there, and three minutes later, throw them on the plate. That'd be awesome. How cool would that be? Put me down for the cleaning crew. Yeah, put me down there too. Uh, we got some of those new uh, Bubba blades, those new electric Bubba blades, and looking forward to trying to get one of those things to go. What's the biggest one that that guy's uh, taken? Sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half. I saw a report. I saw a report. They took a real big one a couple of weeks ago, and it had a, like seventy eggs or something yeah, in it. Eighteen three, I believe it was. It was eighteen foot three inches. How yeah, heavy? That was, a, that was a recent catch, and that was a little over five hundred pounds. That snake was. How how five hundred pounds? I was just gonna say, how heavy are they? Five hundred pounds, dude. That's a big animal, man. You know what's really funny okay. is that's the one. That's the one they used uh, the males to find her. They you know the radio tracked males and. Uh, when uh, they went and you know were looking for for ladies' night or whatever, and that uh, say tractor went over and there he was over there snuggled up with this big giant woman, and they went gotcha. Whatever it takes. That's whatever I said. Whatever, whatever it takes, whatever man. It takes, man. Yeah. Well, that was, that was a fantastic catch because they only got her but seventy six eggs out of her. And, well, uh, this time. Well, now, now guy, uh, you're gonna go, you're gonna get on there. You're gonna film the TV show, so that means you'll be on TV soon after that, right? You're gonna be on one of the episodes. I doubt that I'll be on camera. Make, make sure uh-huh. you do. Make sure you yeah, do you your will. makeup well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> From one diva to another. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, he's gonna be with Megan. You know, she's pretty and and she's nice. So that's why yeah, she'll be on camera. Yeah, that's where the camera is going to go. Not on this beast. <laughs> <laughs> well, Toby, keep up the good work, man. And anything else you got coming up, uh, especially if you're going to do another uh, little coyote roundup or anything over, uh, let us know. Okay. Hey, I got one other thing for you. I got one other thing for you real quick before you go. Alligator countywide permits. No restrictions coming up on cities and municipalities. Those words are going to disappear. Really? Hey, yeah. somebody's got to change the smoke detector. So if, the you, if, if you have to change your application, you know you can. But uh, if you see that 
alligator in town, he's going to be fair game. Nice. Yeah, you just have to push your way through the protesters, and then you'll be able to go there and get it. You'll be fine. Because remember, they were here first, Toby. They were here first. You moved into their territory. I know yes, Toby's, I Toby's been I'm there for a long time. All right, Toby. Be good, man. Hey, guys. Enjoy right. See you, brother. And, and change your phone plan. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, T-Mobile ain't working. Anyway, we're going to take no. a real quick break. If you want to give us a call, 888-404-1010. 888-404-1010. If you... Uh, Need some more information on uh, gator hunt, harvest units, maybe some uh, choices that you would like to make, uh, give us a call. Uh, Bill George would be more than happy to discuss it with you. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. By the way, you can go get your gator gear there, right, Bill George? Yes. What? Yep. Yeah, Bill George's got gator gear there. And uh, also, uh, Brandon Ford, they don't have any gator gear there, but they got really nice trucks that you can haul it in. And we'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. Big and loud outdoors. Uh, are you done Facebooking live now? Are you done, or is it still feeding? You okay. said the uh, audio the audio's not working on it. Is that what? What are you f- flinging this around? Th- that's for? a good thing that the audio's not wasn't working. I don't know because apparently his wife doesn't want to listen to him either. <laughs> she, is it not working? She never still, does. Or not? I don't know. Is it working, y'all? I can't tell. I don't, never I don't does. Know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know, uh, this morning, if you missed the first hour, we were talking a little bit to. You. You brought in, uh, is this the latest vi- uh, version of Florida Sportsman's Magazine? Is this April? Yeah, so this is pretty much pretty new, right? Yeah. this is uh, the la- Last month. Last month. But uh, I thought this was funny. They have this, uh, they have an article in here done by uh, Sid uh, Dorbin. Dor- Dorbrin. Dorbrin. I thought you were going to say Sid Vicious. <laughs> uh, he's dead. Uh, the flexible plan for tarpon, which, of course, if you're a follower of any of the social media fishing guides, uh, I know Gorda and everybody else are all out there catching tarpon right now. And, of course, uh, we're getting to see a lot of uh, shark attacks because where there's tarpon, there's usually the tax man who likes to show Shark up. attacks. Shark attacks on the uh, tarpon. On, on the fish, on not the fish. on the people. No, just the fish. Just the fish. So far. This so far. Unless the tarpon pulls you over, then you happen to get well, bit by the shark. Is, then you're in trouble. This is the thing with the rules that you can't bring a tarpon out of the water once he gets so big. I I would not be the one wanting to lean over the boat trying to get your head down next to a tarpon in order to take a picture, knowing what lurks down there. I uh, actually uh, Steve Austin was there as well. I actually uh, we witnessed uh, there was a boat down in Boca Grande. Uh, there was about. Four bikini-clad individuals on there and a few males, and they hooked a really nice tarpon, got it up to the side of the boat, and they had it by the mouth, and they were pulling it up on the side of the boat to get pictures, and all of a sudden, a hammerhead that was actually larger than the boat we were in uh, came up from the bottom, and literally, like you would see somebody eating a goldfish (laughs) holding it by the head, it just started the tail and went chomp, chomp all the way up the side. And you see the guys that were holding the fish, they let go and fell back into the boat, knocking down everybody else that was around him trying to get pictures and all the other stuff. Literally took the tarpon right out of his hands as he was. they were leaned over the side of the boat. 
And uh, right after that, it was one of those like Captain Quint moments where you don't say we need a you know need a bigger boat. You just kind of go note to self: don't pull tarpon up on the side of the boat. <laughs> don't, <laughs> leave it on the side, uh, and if you need to turn it loose, give it a shove, do whatever. But you know, vertically sticking up out of the water, bad idea on the side of the boat. But uh, they have an article in there this month or last month, the flexible a flexible plan for uh, tarpon. And they have a plethora of baits that are listed here, and I thought it was pretty amazing to look and see that a vast majority of these are uh, live target, which is getting to be really popular these days. The live target pinfish, the uh, menhaden, the sardines, the mullets, and um, uh, it seems that it's kind of strange that uh, there's only one, two, really three paddle tail type grubs that are on here. And I know that one used to be an extremely popular bait with a big giant jig head on it down there in uh, in Boca Grande. Of it course. still is, but FWC at one point tried to pass. Well, they did pass some rules trying to prohibit jigs. The breakaway, there is, a, there the, is you know, a, the breakaway part of it. Yeah. Well, no, no, after the breakaway, yeah. There's a whole. There's a whole um, plethora. Well, no, it, it, it's it's <laughs> bunch. It's the whole. You know, it's. For Boca Grande, it's the whole abortion type like debate, yes or no. Jig fishing versus live baiters in Boca Grande is as much of a conflict as anything you would ever imagine. I have never seen so many people packed into an FWC meeting over a method of fishing. Well, you know, because in the old days, uh, you know, uh, when my dad used to go down there and fish, everybody was a live crabber. You know, the bad part was is they would they would anchor their boats in the pass and wait for the tide to flow out, and they'd have four or five lines off the back of some big boat or a big cabin cruiser or something, and uh, you'd have all these live baiters out there. And then when the jiggers started showing up and they're moving around chasing the pod around, you know, the live baiters would get mad because they're anchored. And they're like, man, you're running through my lines. You, you know, you're tangling up, and because they're ch- the guys with the jigs are out there chasing the pot around, and uh, the other ones were fishing the old school way, well, where you know they and, got the bait down there and it's alive. And then you had the people who were sitting on top of the pod, holding tight with jigs, and then you had other people who were trying to drift through the pod, right. with the live. Ba- it, it, it just was a social. Um, it's still that way. It's still what, that way today. Do you know what jigs are really for? Guys who can't catch their bait. No. No, that's no, not true. That's not true. <laughs> no. Hey, what happened to the guy, uh, hey. Mercurio, that had that tarpon um, series thing going on? Joe Don't Mar- know. Joe Mercurio. Don't that, know that what kinda happened. Went, it kind of went away. It was doing it really away. well. Yeah, but it was doing really well, and I don't know what happened. The tarpon series down Harassing there? Harassing people. Well, not really. I mean, they no, gave away no. a lot of money. They were harassing. It was the people harassing their sponsors. Oh, is that what it was? Well, that's a sad thing. But uh, anyway, I was going to look, and uh, I looked at the the jig selection that they have here listed. And, you know, Florida Sportsman's been around a long time. So, you know, these guys, they pretty much stay on top of things. And I'm looking on this page, and there's a new bait that uh, we're going to try to get into uh, – uh, G5, I know we're working on it, and we'd probably be the only one in the entire state of Florida that is actually going to carry this particular bait. But I wanted to show it to you guys. Now, don't say the name. Okay. Okay. 
But I, I told Vince, I said, I'm telling you, this bait right here is going to be a tarpon slayer. And I just wanted to get your opinion and see what you think. You think you think these would be any good? Oh my God! Do you think that would be good? <laughs> Offshore think? for grouper, that, that right there would, be would phenomenal. just that one would that be, one would be good too. How big is that thing? Nine oh, right. the, the nine inches. Damn. Look at that! That would that right that there offshore for for snapper. That's oh my nice, gosh! That's a nice day. color. It's like Vince's oh. shirt. Yeah, it is kind of orange. Wow! Yeah. So uh, this is yeah. a, a little bait, a little unknown bait company that's up and coming, and look a lot at, of bass fishermen looks have expensive. Uh, not really. You get uh, a. F- well, the price might narrow it down, so I just let's say you have to find about G five outdoors soon. There you go. You get <laughs> you get three you of go. you yep. get three of them for under fifteen bucks. So uh, you know it's not a bad deal. Bill can make those in a shop. Oh, you could <laughs> turn them on the lathe. Maybe <laughs> turn them on. <laughs> Maybe we'll figure something out. Get us a few. Take get, a latex bar and stick <laughs> no, it on there and no. start. Hey, for, before yeah. I, before I before I forget, we got off the gator thing, but we have our own. You know, GMB Gator guy here, and I just want to wish my buddy here, Bill George, my hunting buddy, a happy birthday today, man. Happy birthday, Bill George. Happy birthday, Bill George. So you finally made 21. You made made 21, and you get to go drinking tonight. That's awesome. No, I turn around. I don't don't generally celebrate my birthday. No, we celebrate it. My daughter was laughing the other day because she remembers it remembers it well i believe your birthday should be celebrated for your mother who did all the labor the hard work and everything yeah your, pop, your mother's a special out your, your you mom's special and, to have you and my daughter <laughs> yeah. my daughter was like okay so mother's day ought to be about me you know being her because i made you the mother <laughs> the other day that poor lady so, had that, three of you yeah <laughs> three boys so, what are you so. talking about, man? The, the, she just did what comes naturally. It's us that are celebrating the fact that you're here. It's your birthday. Okay. The day you were born, we celebrate knowing you and that you made it into the world. And congratulations. I'm, right. I'm honored to know you, Bill. And I'm you glad I could call the, you a friend. The, the, the Gators are not happy that you, no. it was your birthday, but everybody no, they else wish, is. They wish, <laughs> they wish death upon you every day, but uh, we don't want to do that. So how, how, what is, uh, what's the day? How many uh, years May have you 18th. walked the No. Well, how many years have you walked the planet? <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. How many? What are we at now? It's in the early 50s. Early 50s? 54? Early year. I thought you were like close to 60, dude. (laughs) What? Dude, am I the oldest one here? (laughs) You are not in your early 50s, are you? Yeah. 50 what? I was born in 67. You are not. I am not older than you. Yes. Also, you're older than me. Yeah. Wow. And I'm the baby. Yeah, Vince is no. I think Aaron's the baby. I am not the most mature. And I'm not going to ask her how old she is. So let's just keep that out of here. Okay? <laughs> yeah, don't do don't go that way. You're not supposed to do. Block that, that out. Thirty eight. I was going to say thirty eight. Are you really? Block, block that out. So she is the baby. Woo-hoo! One of my one of my favorite calibers. But yeah. Hey, I got to tell you, one of our listeners, Ray Markham. Yeah. He's blowing me Captain up, Captain Ray Markham. He, address the man sorry, properly, Captain will you Ray please? Markham. He's blowing my phone up right now. Going, he needs to know the bait. Hey, I, I can't tell him. Listen, bait. he needs to know. Well, you know what? Call Braden after the after the show. He's taking donations. He's taking donations. When we come back from the top of the hour, uh, I want to talk to you about some fishing. Stuff. We're going to sing. No, we're going to sing "Happy Birthday" to Bill. You don't know anything, dude. About if fishing. you don't say the word right, I swear to you, I'm going to choke you out. Swift mud. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Jerk off. Palmettos. 
Uh, palmetto berries. Big sugar. BS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Birthday. There's a T in the word. What's Whatever, up? man. That's how we say it in the Bronx. Yeah, he's from the you Bronx. You ain't in the Bronx no more there, Toto. That's all right, Listen, man. You can take the boy out of I, the Bronx, I, but you can't take the Bill, Bronx. Bill, let's just you and me oh, just boy. go and let them yeah. hash this out. Is that all right? <laughs> We're going to fight during the break. Yeah. Wait, Facebook Live that, because I will pay-per-view that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I could take them. I think you could take them. All right, we're going to take could. a quick break. Top of the hour. We were supposed to, anyway. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feet and Outdoors. Pray to Fork.